Do you consider yourself a high achiever? Smart, driven, highly successful? I am so excited to have you. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm the host of the Stress Podcast. I will help you develop your stress resilience the same way you've developed your workplace superpowers. Learn peak performance tools to thrive at work and in your personal life. Let's get started. In the last video that you can check out over here, we talked about how to manage your energy during your workday. You actually sent me a couple of really interesting questions that I answered during that video. And I got so, so many that I decided to do another video with a couple of more questions on really diving into the topic of how to really manage your energy during your workday. So this is what today's video is all about. I'm going to answer three more questions and I hope that it will really, really help you to feel better and more accomplished at the end of the workday. So let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to my YouTube channel. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm a peak performance coach and stress management trainer. And I'm really excited to talk with you today about the question, how to manage your energy during your workday part two. So I have, as I said before, three more questions that I really wanted to dive into because I thought they were super, super, super powerful and really important. And I think a lot of things that people struggle with on a day-to-day -day basis. So let's jump right into question number one. How to feel more productive and accomplished at the end of the day instead of guilt? This is such an important question and something that I talk about on a really regular basis in all of my workshops with my one-to-one -one coaching clients, in my podcasts, etc., etc. I think this is such an important question because I think at the end of the day, we are all striving for the same thing. We want to feel accomplished at the end of the workday. And so good question to ask, what can I actually do to feel accomplished at the end of the day instead of guilt? Well, let's take a step back and ask the question, what are the reasons why you are not feeling accomplished at the end of the workday? Well, you're receiving obviously a ton of emails on a day-to-day -day basis and all of these want to get actioned on, right? So there's a huge to-do list that is building because of your inbox. Another reason why you might not be feeling accomplished at the end of the day is because you're sitting all day long in different kinds of meetings and you probably receive a couple of different requests from your colleagues, from your clients, from your stakeholders, like for example, via email, of course, but also via ping or Slack and via, I don't know, calendar invites, meetings, etc., etc. right? So a lot of different ways of how people can reach out to you. And you might also not be really clear on what you actually need to get accomplished, what your priorities are in order to feel good about yourself at the end of the workday. So the good news is, is that there are always things that you can control, but there's also things that you cannot control. So obviously we want to focus on the things that you can control, which is calendar management, when and how you respond to other people's requests. And obviously number three, your priorities. So what are the priorities that you have to do? And I actually want to start with that first thing because I think a lot of people are not feeling accomplished at the end of the day because they don't really know what they need to get done in the first place. You might have a list of a hundred different things that need to get done, but obviously it's super unrealistic that you can get all of these things done in a day. So you need to pick 
one or two or maximum max 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 three things that you can get done during the day so i highly encourage you every single morning to sit down before you start your work day and write down two to three priorities two to three things that you want to get done for the day super clear right and it's important that these tasks are realistic and specific enough because when they're not specific enough they might actually take way longer than you think you need and then it's not really realistic to get these things done and then again you don't feel accomplished at the end of the day which oftentimes leads to guilt and with that of course you're staying longer in the office or you're staying longer at your desk in order to get the work done and your work spills into the evening hours and sometimes even the weekends. So it's really, really important that first of all, you're being super clear on your priorities. Once you have that list and it takes you maybe five minutes to do that in the morning, but it will make all the difference. I really, really promise you that because I've gotten a lot of feedback from my clients that have implemented this strategy and I am doing this myself on a day-to-day -day basis as well. And I find it super, super powerful. So write down the things that you need to get done. And now, when people are starting to reach out to you, when you have meetings, then you can choose what is more important. Do you need to get the things done that are on your list of things to do? Or can you deprioritize and decide that the thing that the person is asking you for is actually more important? And that's obviously a choice and a decision that you need to make in the moment. There's no right or wrong about that. but. It is helpful that you have that check-in with yourself. Another thing that is really important to do once you have your list of priorities is that you look into your calendar and you ask yourself the question, are the meetings that I have today reflecting the priorities that I have today? And oftentimes the answer is maybe 50-50. So you might have some meetings that are actually aligned with your priorities and you might also have meetings that are not aligned with your priorities. So if you feel like you have not enough time in the day to get everything done, if you feel like your time is super stretched, then you need to get better at setting boundaries and you need to tell people that you need to postpone the meeting or that you need to cancel the meeting or that you need to delegate the meeting in order to get your things done. And this is not so easy and I know that. So I recorded a video a few weeks ago on how to set boundaries, which you can check out here. And I talk about really a step-by-step -step process on how you can get started setting boundaries at work. But let me summarize this first question because I talked a lot about this right now, but <laughs> it's really, really important in order to feel accomplished at the end of the day and not feel guilt to be clear on your priorities and to make those priorities as specific and realistic as possible. And once you are done, close your laptop and make sure that you are done for the day because you only feel accomplished at the end of the day when you are being realistic and specific with yourself on what you can actually get done. And this is a process. It takes a little bit of time in order to experiment with that and have experiences that lead you to becoming better at setting realistic goals, but it will make all the difference. So that is my answer to question number one. Let's talk about question number two. How do you stay productive and motivated when you are already burned out and are further demotivated by lack of raises or recognition for hard work? Well, 
This is a really good question. I think first of all, it's really great awareness when you write, when you are um, recognizing that you are feeling already super burnt out and that a lack of recognition demotivates you further. Some people would say, well, you should maybe ask yourself the question if this is the right job for you. If you are already burnt out and there is a lack of recognition, is it really the right job? But I tend to actually think differently about that because it might be really a result of how you have been treating yourself and how you have been treating your stress levels. And if you have not been managing your stress very well, of course, you're going to get even more demotivated by a lack of recognition because the higher our stress levels are, the more I believe we tend to look into our external world to feel accomplished and rewarded and acknowledged and, and praised, right? Because we are already not really in our middle anymore. We are not really in our center anymore. And so when you're then trying to get recognition and it's lacking, then you feel even more demotivated. So we really have to get back to the source, which is the question, what do you do on a daily basis in order to manage your stress levels? And maybe you have created some unhealthy routines and habits that have made you work a lot and not take enough breaks and not practice enough self-care, which is okay because we oftentimes need just this status quo check-in in order to recognize that something needs to change in our lives, but we have to sometimes do it. And when you are already feeling super burned out, I would highly suggest to you to take some days off. How can you free up some space in order to really make sure that you are taking kind of some time for yourself and you do a reset, a full reset? Because sometimes we are so burned out and we feel so overwhelmed that we can't really see the light at the end of the tunnel anymore. So it's really, really important to do a reset, to take a couple of days off, because even that can already help to get a little bit more perspective again and to see the light of the end of the tunnel and to just yeah feel a little bit better about yourself. So that would be the first step. If hopefully you can take some time off, even if it's just a weekend and you're just really, really mindful about how you're spending the weekend in order to fully recharge. That could be just one way in order to feel less burned out. And then to really maybe take some time to journal or to write down a couple of things that are really important for you. Connect with your values. I have a really good video on that on my YouTube channel as well. Make sure to check it out here. You can download a list of values in that video and then you can really write down, okay, what is actually super, super important for me? And then once you have that, check in with yourself on how often do I actually live by these values on a day-to-day -day basis? And if the answer is not often enough, well, then you need to think about how you can start reintegrating that into your day-to-day -day life. But oftentimes, really, the answer is, is that you just need more time for yourself in order to recharge. And depending on where you are at your burnout level, it might take a little bit of time, but don't be discouraged because all of the work that you're now doing is work that you are investing in yourself. And if you just take some time off and then you get back to work without changing anything in your life, you will be for sure going back into burnout. So what you need to think about 
is, is that you're actually building new habits and new routines in order to prevent yourself from burning out over and over and over again. And this is really all the work that I'm doing. This is what the peak performance method is all about. If you haven't ever heard about the peak performance method, no problem at all. You can find some more information on my website that I will link down below. And you can see the nine different components that I believe are super, super important in order to sustain your performance over a lifetime. And obviously all of the videos on my YouTube channel are about how you build sustainable tools in order to yeah, manage your performance because I know that this is really, really important for you. So that was question number two. And now we're going right into the last question of today's video. Last question. How do you handle productivity when you want things to be precise, but that gets in the way of efficiency? Ah, great question. The art of imperfection. When do you know when to stop and when should you keep on going? This is a really great question because we oftentimes have to kind of balance being really precise and doing great things, doing really great work and then creating efficiencies, right? And let's be honest, oftentimes, at least to my experience coming from the tech world, we don't really have the time to be super, super, super precise, right? Because things are moving so quickly and things need to get done. So if you are a person that tends to be very perfectionist and you are aware of that, well, that's the most important step um, in order to change something about it. So that's great. So if you are a person that feels like perfectionism comes in your way of being efficient, then I would suggest to you to a couple of different things actually. First of all, find an accountability person that helps you to be accountable to get things done and then to move forward and move along once you hit, for example, a milestone. And that goes to the second step that I want to share with you. I think when you are tending to be super perfectionist, then you should start to get really clear with yourself on what are the things that need to get done. And in my previous lifetime, I was a project manager and this is something that I really love to do, is to really just sit down and to break out the project into smaller pieces and to add an, a timeline to it. Because that timeline and that milestone will help you to stay on track to get things done. And so when you're starting to hit that milestone or if you're starting to hit that specific timeline, then you just need to stop and you need to communicate what you have done up until this point, even though it's not maybe perfect in your eyes at least, right? Um, but that can really help you to move along and to have these different timelines in place and these milestones and to check in with either your manager or obviously your stakeholders or clients to say, hey, this is just a draft. This is just kind of the first step. How much further do you want me to take this? And this can be super, super powerful, right? Because sometimes it's absolutely sufficient for people to get to 80%. Maybe you don't need to deliver 100%. People don't always expect that, right? Sometimes we just want to have a framework in place and then people will work on it together in order to make it perfect. Or sometimes we just want to have an idea and that is enough in order to move in the right direction, right? So if you are tending to be perfectionist and you feel like it comes in the way of your productivity, then that is an absolutely amazing awareness and you should be proud of yourself for that. And yeah, I think you should set yourself some milestones, some timelines and maybe even delegate some of the tasks as well, right? Because once you have broken out the different 
tasks from your project into smaller pieces, then you can also maybe see that there are other people that might be way more better equipped to take care of these things and then have somebody that also helps you to stay accountable. So that's all I think I would say about this question. And if you want to learn more about this, I think this is a really interesting topic and I might do a video on this in the future on how to be perfectly imperfect. Okay, so that's all I wanted to share in this video today. Thank you so much again for watching. I really appreciate it. If you have any further questions on how to manage your energy during your workday, I would really, really love to hear from you. Leave me a comment down below and let me know what you want me to get into next in one of the videos. Give me a thumbs up if you like the video and I really hope to see you in one of the next ones. Bye.